This is Burlington Behind the Story, where we give you an inside look at the week's biggest stories and learn more from the journalists who reported on them. I'm John Luca D'Elia. And I'm Lisa Brot. And in this week's episode, we're going to be talking about something that's on everyone's minds right now, the coronavirus. Yes. So in New Jersey, like we've seen around the rest of the country, there are increasing cases of coronavirus. Um, especially this week, um, we've seen those cases increase more quickly. So like from Monday to Tuesday, there were four new cases. Tuesday to Wednesday, eight new cases. Um, information about today isn't going to be available until 2 p.m., but that should be interesting to see if the trend continues. Um, what was notable for Burlington County especially were among those four new cases reported from Monday to Tuesday were two cases in Burlington County. Um, so far, South Jersey has been less impacted than North Jersey, particularly Bergen County. Um, we've seen one case in Camden, but like I said, those were Burlington County's first two cases, which is a pretty significant change for us. And what do we know about those cases in Burlington County so far? We know that um, it was a couple from Riverton, a man who is 62 years old and his wife who is 60 years old. Um, they had recently traveled to Italy, and my understanding is that someone else in their party, I believe someone from New England, also um, tested positive for coronavirus. Um, the other thing that we know is that uh, the, the gentleman, the husband, uh, is a doctor in Robbinsville. Um, so there are some questions about, um, without speculating too much, but about who may have been exposed to coronavirus. We don't know much about the contra contact tracing at this point. Um, in fact, it may be ongoing, but I think that's a big question for everyone here right now. And you got to talk to one of the couples that's affected right now, uh, the family from Morristown. What has their experience been like? I did. So um, Karen and Harry Deaver from Morristown had been uh, stuck off the coast of California on the Grand Princess cruise uh, for quite a while, including being quarantined in their cabin for five days. Karen was very ready to get off the ship um, when I talked to her. Unfortunately, I believe they have disembarked at this point, but they actually still face a 14-day quarantine. Um, healthy people are being taken mostly to military bases, people who uh, were exhibiting flu-like symptoms or had tested positive, I believe were take, being taken to medical facilities. Um, but my impression was that Karen and Harry were definitely getting bored, ready to get off the ship, though they were pretty thankful that they weren't on an inside cabin um, and had some access to fresh air because they had a balcony. Uh, they also mentioned they were very happy they weren't stuck in a small cabin with a lot of small children, which was the case for some people on the ship. It's got to be quite a relief to at least have some fresh air. I'm sure. I'm sure access to fresh air, fresh clothes, um, a variety of food. I'm sure it's all a big relief. So over here in New Jersey, what are kind of some of the steps that the county or the state is encouraging people to take? A big one announced last night is that all New Jersey hospitals and the hospital association actually agreed to some common regulations for who will be allowed to visit in hospitals. Um, so that includes pretty common sense stuff like anyone who has flu-like symptoms will not be allowed in, anyone with known contact um, in, in areas where coronavirus is widespread, like Italy, Japan, South Korea, they won't be admitted. 
Um, only two visitors will be allowed to visit a patient at a time, and anyone under 12 years old is not allowed to go in. Um, also announced yesterday by the state are some new regulations on pediatric facilities, psychiatric facilities, and that's in response to two new cases of coronavirus where neither of the people had known connections to people who had tested positive or to areas with coronavirus, which indicates possible community spread, um, which is a big deal because that means that um, it could spread more quickly without the same visibility. There's also some prep going on in nursing homes right now as well. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think generally they have been um, they have agreed to follow the same guidelines as the ones the hospitals came up with, but I know some nursing homes are certainly following more restrictive procedures. Some are on total lockdown. Uh, the state was recommending stringent stringent procedures. Uh, based on what has happened in Washington State and the the extensive number of deaths once coronavirus got into one of these long-term care facilities. Have you faced any difficulties in reporting on coronavirus throughout the past week or so? You know, I think um, officials are trying to be really careful about the privacy of people, um, both just for, you know, uh, because people deserve that privacy, but also not to violate HIPAA. Um, in a, a small community like Burlington, that becomes more relevant because if you think about that Riverton couple, there's only, I don't know, 2,500 people in Riverton. So that really narrows it down to who the couple could be. Um, and especially because there seem to be different guidelines in different counties, like Burlington County wasn't willing to release names, obviously, but also the town that the couple lived in but Camden County did release that information. Um, so I think the standards of what is divulged to the press are still evolving. So I have been reporting a lot on the hospitals and nursing homes, like you said, the new state changes, but I know as one of the reporters who covers schools a lot, you have seen some new stuff going on there. What, what are the schools locally doing to prepare? It's, it's been pretty interesting to see the response because there's not a whole lot that schools have been able to do so far. I think when the virus was first starting to become a really serious issue in New Jersey a couple of weeks ago, schools have basically just been notifying families that they're staying on top of it, they're waiting for updates from the county and from the state and the CDC. They're kind of boosting their cleaning regimen to cover more spaces and clean more, to, to clean certain spaces more than they usually would. So there's definitely a crackdown on cleaning at a lot of schools and a lot of places are also looking into the possibility of virtual instruction should everyone have to stay home. For some schools that's easier. A lot of schools uh, such as Rancocas Valley and the county tech schools have switched to one-to-one -one technology so every student gets a laptop in some grades. Some of those students will be able to do it, but a lot of districts are worried that the families, especially in areas of the county that are more affected by poverty, that some families won't have the access to the equipment they need. So there's even towns where schools are starting to send out surveys to ask people what devices they have that they'll be able to use if the school decides that everybody has to stay home. So have any schools announced closures at this point? No one has announced uh, any long-term closures yet. That's happened a lot at the college level. 
uh, seeing schools extend their spring breaks and switch to virtual instruction. I've yet to see it happen at the high school or middle and elementary school level, but I wouldn't be surprised if it started to happen soon. So looking ahead at how we're dealing with the coronavirus, is there any advice you'd like to leave with anyone who's listening about how they can keep themselves protected? I mean, I think it's constantly evolving. We're hearing so much about social distancing. And I mean, day by day and even hour by hour, the, the closures, the restrictions, it's all, it's all happening. But generally, from what I've heard, both state and local health officials recommend common sense stuff that everyone has heard before. The hand sanitizer, the hand washing, uh, limiting handshakes and hugs. And uh, if you're over 60 years of age, reconsidering going to large public gatherings or if you're someone with pre-existing conditions because we have seen so far that those are the people who are most vulnerable to coronavirus. Great. Well, thank you so much for sharing everything you know. Thank you. And you can find us on Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts if you want to listen to more of our podcasts. You can also find them on BurlingtonCountyTimes.com. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you all again next Thursday.